what's up y'all welcome back to the top flight pod you know what it is you know what we're here to do back on screen today beautiful austin texas i'm with my boy football critic how you doing today bro i'm good man i'm happy i'm well maybe not so happy right we have we we have some interesting news they has been busy it's all uh weird we're in a weird situation uh the discord man the, the discord has been fired today um but we're about to we're about to talk about that today yes and a lot of people maybe some new listeners out there are here tuning into this episode for the the main reason you know the whole danny situation what that post was about what the quote was about we're going to get into it in uh tonight's episode but before we get into that a critic you did mention the discord i want to send a shout out to all the patreon members thank you for all the support out there if you're interested and you want to join the patreon we have the link on our instagram bio uh, uh, uh it's it's pinned on our twitter and pinned on instagram so by signing up to the patreon you get access to the discord if you get access to the discord you get access to the transfer rumors channel and that like football critics said today has been on fire Seems like the the Nick Lima news, sorry, Nick Lima news, that's a tongue twister, was a bit of water to put out the fire that was going on today on Discord, but uh, we'll get into that here today. But once again, shout out to everybody that's already a Patreon member. Uh, we appreciate everybody's support. Shout out to Neff, who contributed a lot to this pod in getting all the information together. And shout out to everybody on the We Are Sin TV team that has been putting a lot of work in this offseason to bring uh, the average Austin MC fan their news. So follow us on Twitter, Instagram, check us out on YouTube, and Football Critic, where can people find you on social media because you've been putting in crazy work? Well, I'm mostly active on Twitter, or formerly called Twitter, now X. Uh, you can find me as Football Critic, just like that, or you can find me on Instagram as Football Critic 10. Our Conmebol expert as i said on twitter a couple of days ago and you got a couple of follows more more uh, more famously ones uh tactical manager gave you a little bit of a follow there that was pretty cool shout out to my g but uh, all right football critic we got a very interesting episode to get into some things that we're going to brush up on just super quick because we have a lot to talk about uh some quick austin fc news uh we had don garber announce the no fourth dp will be added to the rosters in 2024 football critic real quick your uh, rapid fire thought on that Oh, I'm sad. I'm sad. I really wanted that fourth DP. I want MLS to be more competitive against Liga MX, which is the, the their biggest rival, right? And I thought Messi was going to, you know, when they say Messi is going to ch uh, change things, I thought that was one of them. Apparently not. But, uh, you know, I'm sad. I agree. I thought that was going to be something that was going to be coming in 2024. Unfortunately, it's not. So uh, the MLS scheduled to be released December 20th. So from today, just what, nine days away, maybe eight by the time you listen to this. So Austin FC fans get ready. December 20th is going to give us the surprise of the end of year as Santa is going to deliver our schedule for 2024. Very exciting. Football critic, one team you want to play in 2024? Miami. Oh, I don't know. People are saying that that might be on the cards for Austin FC. So we'll see what happens. And moving forward, Copa America, more uh, quick Austin FC news. The draw results and why does it matter for Austin FC fans? Well, Danny and Julio could be playing at Q2. June 30th, Venezuela versus Jamaica. That will take place. That is a guaranteed. Then we have July 2nd where Paraguay could face either Honduras, La H, or Costa Rica, Los Ticos, Julio Cascante's team. Uh, that's a bit of a playoff match. If Costa Rica wins, then they will be, play, they will be playing Paraguay July 2nd. Uh, football critic, are you excited for any one of those games? 
Oh, you know, I'm going to the Venezuela match. I mean, that's for sure. Right here at, at Austin, at my house, my home. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to that match. Uh, to watch Danny, of course I am. And uh, the, the Paraguay Costa Rica, that's also a great match to, to go to. I mean, every, every Copa America game is going to be amazing to watch. Definitely, bro. All eyes are on the Venezuela versus Jamaica match, though. Uh, of course, Danny Pereira with Lavino Tinto. We saw him being captain. We're going to talk about that here in a bit. But the Venezuela-Jamaica match, probably going to be the one that has the better attendance of the matches at Q2 Stadium, in my opinion. Now, Venezuela's group, uh, some people are calling it the group of death. I don't know, but they have, what, Mexico? They have uh, Bolivia? Ecuador. 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 Venezuela, so Mexico, Ecuador, Venezuela, and Jamaica. Thank you, yeah. football critic. I appreciate that. Uh, that's going to be an interesting group, but the Copa America draw, it is what it is. Moving forward, bro, we have the Coachella Valley Invitational schedule that recently dropped. We have Austin FC versus Chicago Fire. That's going to be February 7th at 3 p.m. Central Time. Austin versus the Galaxy, February 11th, uh, noon Central Time. And then, last but not least, uh, Austin FC versus the New York Red Bulls, February 14th. That's, again, at 3 p.m. Central Time. Football Critic, what do you want to see from these preseason games? Well, the thing is, first of all, I want to see it, right? I mean, I hope we can watch it somehow. There's a stream somehow. That's a good point. Doubt it, but I want to watch it. Um, but I want to see something different. I don't want to see the same uh, uh, system that we saw last season. I want to see something different, new ideas, uh, more motivation. I want to see our players ready and and, and be ready to face a new uh, season in 2024. Definitely, bro. One thing that I want to see myself is, is uh, you know, are we going to be playing the new system? Or are we going to be playing the same system? What's going to be happening for us in FC? And also, to, you know, today was a big day be, uh, talking about transfers and trades and stuff like that. The window opened. Uh, we could have a completely different team. So I want to see players, you know, integrate in that preseason. The preseason is so important. That sets you up for the rest of the season. So if the new guys that we bring in, because there will be new guys, uh, they need to have a really good preseason with this team. They need to integrate well with the squad because that sets us up for what kind of season we're going to have. So all, all my attention is going to be how the guys take it in, who's fit. Are we all fit? All right, boom, let's go. I don't, I don't care if we win or lose. Everybody just get it together and integrate well. Uh, let's see. Moving forward, football critic, we have uh, departures and some transfer rumors going around the Austin FC universe. This is one that we already knew. It was already discussed, but it was made official by the player via Instagram. Now, I, I always say, wait until the Instagram posts. Once they post on Instagram, it's done. And this time, it was Ronnie Redes, bro. He says goodbye to the club on. Uh, he says goodbye to the club and to the fans on Instagram. Football critic, how do you feel about his time in Austin? Nothing. It, to me, it is as he was never here, to be honest. Uh, might be kind of harsh, but he, I just don't have anything memorable to say about him, anything good. So, you know, I'm glad you had your you're a good time here. Uh, hope for you to have a great rest of your career, and uh, we move forward. Now, the post that Ronnie Redes had, the Instagram caption in English, it says this, is grateful to Austin FC for these three years Uh, to have given me the opportunity to be part of this great family, being the first signing ever and contributing to my professional training. I wish the greatness, I wish the greatest of success to the club and I will always support as a fan. Uh, thanks to the leaders, teammates, staff, and the fans. Good luck. Hashtag Verde, hashtag Listos. Rodney Redes leaves Austin FC. Uh, 
Uh, now, another one that we knew about, but today it was made official. Uh, this was Nick Lima's trade. Uh, it was made official the window on on the window opening day. Uh, he goes to the New England Revolution for 275,000 in GAM football critic, plus an extra 25,000 if certain benchmarks are met. Uh, when this was first announced, I think Moon, uh, Moon Tower had had dropped it. Uh, we were thinking, uh, hey, you know, this is cheap, blah, blah, blah. We should have got more for Nick Lima. But now it's made official for Board Critic. So what are your thoughts on the number officially being 275,000 in GAM, possibly 300? Well, yeah, this one makes me kind of sad. Uh, first of all, I think Lima was a uh, 300K minimum. Um, 275 is not too far off, so I guess it's okay. But I would put Lima at the 300 minimum. Uh, and saying bye to Lima, it does make me sad. Um, while he might not be the you know best, most amazing right back, he was definitely one to put in the work, one to always fight and struggle and you know give it give it his all. Um, so I'll miss him. I'll, you you always want a guy like that, and sadly we don't have it anymore. We will see what we get in right back. So far we may put Gallagher in there, but uh, I don't know. Um, but for now I just wish Nick Lima the best. He was one of the uh players that i loved having at our club and you know we'll see what what happens one of my favorite things about lima football critic was that he was just straight to work didn't really say much just a straight hard worker how i like to call it just a straight dog sorry just a straight dog and his instagram post kind of reflects that a little bit because we heard running this post it was very long paragraph almost talking to the fans of the club grateful to everything that they did for him Nick Lima, I know he's very grateful to the club and everything that we did for him, but all he said was, all love, thank you for everything, Austin. And he just went like that. So it kind of really just uh, puts into perspective uh, what kind of player, what kind of person Nick Lima is, you know, just straight to the work, doesn't really say much. He didn't really speak to the media much, uh, but Nick Lima, appreciate all your hard work, mate, and good luck at uh, New England Revolution. Anything else on Lima, football critic? No, I just, I mean, I just hope he, you know, he continues to do whatever he does, uh, what he does. Not against Austin, against Austin, I hope if we ever play uh, each other, I hope you have a, a, one of a, a really bad game, let's just say. But uh, besides that, I really hope he is successful in his new team. Now, fans on social media, on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, reacting to the Nick Lima trade. We had Eddie Alonso. He says, good luck to you, Nick. New England is lucky to have you. So some praise there. We had a guy named Football Critic. I don't know if you know him. He he says, we'll miss you, Nick. Amazing example of, of a hard worker and great professional. Thank you. Very well said, bro. And then Michelle from Graco Ops. Uh, shout out Austin Anthem. She says, year one OGs will always be remembered. And Nick Lima is one of those building blocks, bro, that we got in the expansion draft, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he will always be remembered in Austin and for his hard work that he that he put in. Now, moving forward to one that a lot of people haven't heard uh, about. If you're on the Discord channel, you heard about this already, but there's not a lot of info out there. Just a tip that we received from overseas on Chic Ture. Now, this kind of goes hand in hand with Nick Lima as we're just talking about him, football critic, because with the departure of Nick Lima, that leaves us with only one true right back, if I'm not mistaken, that's Hector Jimenez. Folks can say, oh, well, we can makeshift John Gallagher into that position. Yes, we can. But the natural right back right now is Hector Jimenez, right? So with the absence, with the departure of, of Nick Lima, that opens the question for, hey, what's going to happen with Chick Ture? Because 
on the Austin FC website, if I'm not mistaken, he is on loan or, or, or we have to pick up his option for this following year. There hasn't been any word on it, but the tip that we received from the anonymous source that Chick Ture is going to be coming back to Austin, just like that. Chick Ture is coming back to Austin. What could that mean? Is he coming back to collect his things that he left to go back to PSV? Or is he coming back to Austin to take part of the first team and see if he fights his way up to maybe a starting position or the number two to the right back that we might be bringing in in this offseason? Football Critic, I want to ask you, uh, where do you think this is going to lead up to? And is this the first PSV partnership signing that we might have with Austin? Well, you know, I hope so. I mean, the the tip that we got seems to be seems to, like sounds like we'll get him. Uh, he's coming to Austin for the first team. Um, I doubt it will be for anything else. And I like it. I like that idea. Austin is supposed to be, you know, this club with a strong academy, with uh, developing players to keep them growing. And having him on the first team this season, this oncoming season, uh, would be great to have. Would be finally good to see how we put young players um on the field and get them minutes like important minutes first team minutes and see how they do um so i'm excited i really want him to play with us for us and and uh have a great season the official word on his contract uh situation is a one-year contract through 2023 with an option for the 2024 season so uh could that option have been picked up is chic dure in fact coming back to austin because he has been training um in psv gear looks like he's in europe right now don't know exactly where but if you follow him on social media you'll see what i'm talking about on his stories so uh chick dure possibly something somebody that we are going to be talking about in 24 for a right back uh in austin fc now uh another name that we're going to talk about here for the departures and transfer rumors is uh I don't know if it matters to some folks, but recent Austin FC player, we didn't pick up his his, his option, is Adam Lunkovist. Uh, there was a hint dropped on social media that not many people picked up on because it was uh, not in English. I think it was in Norwegian or in Swedish. Uh, there was a hint on his future that he's headed for the Swedish league. The team name is IFK Norrköping, if I'm not mistaken. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not butchering that. But Adam Lunkovic apparently spoke with a media outlet from the Swedish league, and he could be headed for Norrköping. Apparently, it's a natural move. That's what the tweet said. So, could Adam Lunkovic be going back to the Swedish league? Uh, we'll see what happens there. Really not much to add on to that. Just best of luck to Mr. Adam Lunkovist. Now, Football Critic, I think we got through everything that we needed to in the Austin FC quick news. Shout out to the U12s, the U13s, and the U14s that won the Arbolito Cup. Massive achievement for those young lads. Uh, Jazzy Zardis' oldest son, if I'm not mistaken, was part of the winner, so it's nice to see him. Critic, I mean, would you be interested in seeing Jazzy's oldest son play for Austin FC one day? I mean, he's climbing our ranks, winning cups. I'm interested in seeing every single youngster that we have in our academy uh, ah, that's okay. putting up good numbers, uh, you know, to try it out and, and make it to the first team. I, I want our academy, and in, so far it's looking like it. Like I want them to be one of the best in the country. So, yeah, We've, I'm excited. We have some amazing prospects in our ranks in the academies scattered around. You have Vigo Ortiz. You have Irvin Torres. Anthony Dejanda already came up. Uh, you had Micah Burton that already came up. And there's other names that people aren't really talking about. They're really young kids, but they have a hell of a future uh, 
that is ahead of them, you could say. And some really good coaches. I think in the MLS Next Fest that either just concluded or is still going on. I think it just finished. Austin FC, I believe, gave like a bit of a seminar on um, how to run your your academy to other MLS Next sides that went to the to the um, conference or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But Football Critic, it's time to get into the main topic of the night, really what a lot of people are here for that are listening to this episode. Uh, the, the Discord fans already know exactly what's going to be said in this next part of the podcast, but I want everybody to hold on to your seatbelts. Well, strap your seatbelts and hold on to your seat. I'm getting ahead of myself. But Football Critic, it's time to talk about the Dani Pereira and uh, Venezuela versus Colombia recap and everything that came after that. Uh, so versus Colombia, Danny was playing in front of the two center backs, very similar to what he does for Austin FC. The ball was supposed to go to him almost every play at the back. Uh, there were some instances, football critic, where Venezuela found an outlet throughout another player, but the main idea was to go out through, uh, through Danny, as you might say right now. Now, Danny was in charge of distributing the ball to the midfield and the wingers. Uh, and post-match, he said that the coach, the gaffer, asked him to play very calmly, you know, to just be very tranquilo, uh, to have control of the ball and control of the tempo for the team. In the end, Venezuela lost 1-0 to an own goal that we were very critical of. Uh, but Danny told the media after the match that they were happy with the team's performance because Colombia brought a more experienced team, a more senior side. So that lifted the young team's spirits. You know, they were saying, hey, we're all youngsters and they brought experience. They brought a, a senior team and they only won because of an own goal. And Danny said that that really lifted the guys' spirits. Uh, now, he was playing the famous five or what Austin FC fans will call the six football critic. Uh, could this be an indication of what the senior team wants to do with him in the future? We don't know. But critic, your assessment of the match uh, that took place in Miami between Venezuela and Colombia. Oh, yeah. For uh, To start with your question, I think so. I think we might see Danny, even though they wanted to use him more offensively before. Um, to me, it looks like they will probably want him to do what he did in this friendly because we are we're fine offensively. We have uh, in the midfield, we have Yangel Herrera to take that role. He's great at the offense. He's probably need at Girona. Um, and then we have we're OK with the wingers and we have our strikers, so we're fine. We are missing what Danny is, we're missing a guy that can get the ball back and that can keep the ball and move and move forward when under pressure. And that's Danny, that, that that's Danny's signature, right? That's that's what he is. He's the guy that will get you out of pressure and that will play as if nothing and move the ball forward. Uh, Bocha Batista, Venezuela's head coach, says he always wants to have the ball in the final third. He wants to create always closest to the opponent's goal. And in order to do that, they need to get the ball there. And Danny is that guy. Mm. So uh, to me, they probably now want to want for Danny to be that guy dropping between CBs to get the ball back, move, move forward, get out of pressure, the pressure that Uruguay will get on you, the pressure that Argentina will get on you, the pressure that Brazil will get on you. Get out of that pressure and just move forward. Do whatever it is that you want to do, but closest the closer that you can get to the opponent's side of the field, not on your own. Uh, football critic, real quick, what was your favorite thing that you saw from Danny last night? To me, it was his his attitude, his character. Danny was captain of that team uh, yesterday. And yes, he was a, a, a U23 team, and he was, although he is 23, he's one, he was one of the oldest. But he was, ta he was tasked with that idea of, 
uh, he, Danny admitted that he said that the coach told him, I want you to teach these kids, these youngsters, how they need to play against this grown up, more experienced, experienced Colombian side, because they need to do what you do about uh, fighting, about not being scared of anyone, not respecting mm -hmm. anyone, you know, mm -hmm. uh, football, uh, talking about soccer, not respecting anyone, doesn't matter who, how big your rival is. They just need to go out there and do what they can and do it, do it well and, uh, and do it with courage. And Danny taught them that along with Jesus Bueno from Philly. And that's what he did. He, you could tell that even though Danny was uh, in between other younger uh, teammates mm -hmm. against a senior Colombian side, it didn't matter. They played on one-on-one. -on -one. They played as if it was just any other team. And like Danny said, like on, in, in any other day it, where a own goal doesn't happen, a U23 Venezuelan side could have tied nil-nil a, a senior Colombian team. That's big. That's big. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. So that that to me speaks levels to to what Danny is, not only the skills that we know, but also him developing as a person, as a player on the field. And it is important to know that since the Copa America draw was in Miami, the head coach of Venezuela, the Vino Tinto, Bocha Batista, he was at the game. So he was scouting everybody. He was watching over everybody. And he was probably the one that said, you know what, Danny, you're going to be captain. Or maybe it wasn't him. We don't know. Right. But the fact that all eyes were on Danny armband, I'm sorry, captain band on, on his arm, uh, speaks a lot to what Danny Pereira is going to be in the future for not only his country, but for his club. Now some no, stats uh, real quick. Go ahead. Bro. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Like this, this game was supposed to be a training for the U23s for the pre-Olympics, right? The tournament where uh, the uh, two countries will uh, qualify for uh, to play in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Danny and Jesus Bueno were both included in this roster, not only because it was in the U.S., but because Bocha Batista is specifically called for them because they are still keeping an eye on Danny. And then he said they they watch nearly almost every single game of Danny at Austin. He said that, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they they are looking at him every single game, so they know they really want Danny. Danny's part of the project, and it's no coincidence that he was to me in that team. It's no coincidence that he was captain at all. Yeah, and we actually talked about that before, Critic. We said, hey, it, it'll be a big miss if he's not part of this team. And, I mean, we didn't expect him to be captain, but we did expect him to be uh, going with his side, even uh, you know, some folks will say it was a U23. It was, but Danny leading this group of guys is massive, very massive. Now, some stats on Danny Pereira's performance before we get into some more juicy topics. Uh, 6.9 match rating for Pereira, 90 minutes played. 96% pass accuracy, 100% long balls completed, five out of eight ground duels won, two times lost possession, one clearance, and one blocked shot, two interceptions, two tackles, and he was only dribbled past once. It is important to note, y'all, that the first, what, like 25 minutes of this match was stolen from the world. The entire world was not watching, well, except if you were at the stadium. <laughs> um, but there was a, a satellite problem where the... Uh, stream was off, so we missed like the first 20-25 minutes, uh, and we started watching it. Well, they let us, the, the stream came back on around the 30th minute, so that was kind of lame, but it is what it is. So, Football Critic, we're going to move into the post-match, and that's really 
what tonight is all about. What happened in that post-match and what developed after that information hit social media and what our sources came to tell us. So after the match versus Colombia, Dani Pereira spoke to the media and specifically Fernando Petrocelli of Ruta Vino Tinto. Uh, Dani was asked if he would be continuing with Austin FC next season, to which Dani answered, quote, I think so, but I'm not sure, so we'll see. To the average Venezuela fan, that quote might not mean much, but to the average Austin FC fan, like Football Critic and I, well, we might be super fans. We cover this team crazy. That quote might mean something. And it's not good, y'all. It's not good. According to one of our main sources, if you're on Discord, you know this saying, El Capitano Verde, our main source, Dani Pereira has four, maybe five MLS teams after him with two being very serious about securing his services. Listen to what I said. Two very serious teams trying to secure his services. The teams interested in Danny are LAFC, New York City FC, the Columbus Crew, possibly Charlotte FC, that's the maybe, and I saved the, the, the best one for last, Enter Miami. Five. Five. With two being very serious. Now, it's important to note that nothing is set in stone. And nothing is complete yet, but our source has said that he believes Danny is more out than in for 2024. Now, if you're like me, football critic, you're asking yourself, what kind of deal are we going to get for Danny Pereira? Why is he being shopped around? Well, you need to know that Danny was extended, yes, football critic. For how long, though? Tell the he people. Was, his option was taken, and he his contract was extended for the full 2024 year. So his contract expires officially uh, December 21st of 2024. December 21st or 31st? Uh, 31st, sorry. The 31st, the 31st. Now, unfortunately, Football Critic, you can correct me if I'm wrong, a deal was not made by the club. That's according to Il Capitano Verde. No deal was made between the club and Danny's representatives, which is almost now forcing Austin FC to find a solution and a fast one for Danny Pereira because time is ticking. These are contracts that are at stake. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, y'all, personally, there's no doubt in my mind that the club will try and get more or the same amount of value of, for Dani Pereira within the league. But if we're being completely honest, you can't put a price tag on a young, talented prospect like Dani Pereira, especially in MLS. Although you can argue that we're going to lose big on a player like Dani Pereira, we have to also recognize that we got Dani Pereira from the Super Draft, essentially on a free. So to finish my take on Danny, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll let Football Critic give his, the club either has to move him now, cash in on what we can, which is going to be peanuts, crumbs, almost nothing to what potentially you could have got for a player like this, or we're going to see him walk free. That's a very, very tough pill to, to swallow for Austin FC fans. I get it. But let's be real. This moment was coming, and we knew it. Danny is destined for bigger things than MLS. No, no disrespect, because I, I cover this league religiously. But whatever team Danny joins, it's not of his choice, because we all know how these trades work. You can get a call 
and the next day you're on a flight to wherever you're going to be going to. So football critic, I've done enough talking. I want to hear what you have to say about everything going on right now. An, an insane bomb dropped on us by Il Capitano Verde today. Well, that's the thing, right? It's a huge bomb. So uh, I think we need to dissect this bits by bits, right? Uh, it's a very complicated situation. Um, Danny, you know, he obviously wasn't sold last summer um, for whatever reason, uh, doesn't matter. And then the club tried to negotiate with his agency, right? Uh, reportedly, they couldn't get to an agreement on the contract, on a new contract. Correct. And that, me that meant that, they, that the club um, decided to pick up on Danny's, on Danny's option in the contract, right? One more year with us in FC. That's mm -hmm. fine. That's okay. Here's the thing. So Danny is an Austin FC player until 2024. However, because his contract officially ends on December 31st, 2024, mm -hmm. in six months, six months prior to that, that expiration date, Danny is absolutely free by himself with his agency to negotiate with any club in the world. Could that be why we hear Danny Pereira say, I think so, I don't know, but we'll see. Because the rest of his year is not certain for Danny Pereira, at least in his eyes. So continue your take football credit. Well, it's more or less because he he can, he could finish 2024 with us. The fact okay. that he would negotiate, let's say in August, September with some other club, I would mean he would leave in, in December when his contract's done, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is that if he does that, if, he, if that happens, and we get to that point, Austin FC, like Danny will leave on a free transfer. Austin FC won't get absolutely anything for Danny. So where does that put the club? That puts the club in a position where they have to do something with Danny before we get to those six months, meaning that we have to do something with Danny right before June, July. The only option, the only window that we have to do something with Danny, to get something out of having Danny, mm -hmm right now is a trade we cannot sell him right now we cannot uh well uh, we cannot do a uh let's say a, an offer for danny just putting him in the market we can do is trade within mls mm -hmm. and that means that teams are teams obviously know of danny Danny is known league-wide for the clubs, so Danny can have a lot of suitors. And look at look at it; like we already know, they have he has four, maybe five. Mm -hmm. So so they can just come knocking on us in the FC door, saying, "Hey, we want Danny." And Austin, that is in a position to say, "I need to get something out of it, out of Danny, whatever I can." They will have to put a price tag. I hope it will be a, a big price tag, when, you know, whatever they can, because uh, Danny is valuable, and they know how teams could want Danny. Mm -hmm. And if teams if teams meet those requirements, the club can say, okay, then it's yours. Well, and real quick, pause. Pause real quick. We know that there's two th two teams within MLS that have met those yes. demands. You yeah. want to share those two teams? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think I know. I know which teams are for sure. The strongest team, I will say, uh, because Capitano, El Capitano Verde informed us. Of course, of course, based off what he's been saying. Yes, uh, 
it looks like one of the teams that already met all of Austin FC's demands uh, for the for uh, acquiring Danny Pereira is LAFC. That right. is one of the strongest teams. They really want Danny. And it looks like Austin FC said, hey, I want this much or I want this player or whatever it is Austin asked for. And LAFC said, yes, I'll give it to you. So now, um, it's a race. It's, right now it's a race. See what MLS teams offer offers more for Danny, what Austin FC considers is the best offer, and what Austin FC decides to take. Danny has no word on what club he will go to. This is similar to the Fagunde situation because uh, probably, you know, the, the club is the only one managing all of that. Danny won't even, even know all of the suitors. Correct. That is that is correct. Uh, we've seen it happen with Diego, and it could be playing out maybe 2.0 right in front of our eyes. Now, Football Critic, you mentioned LAFC being one of those concrete teams. Uh, it has been communicated by Il Capitano Verde that also the Columbus crew is one of those uh, main interested teams that are going after Dani Pereira. But uh, just real quick, maybe going off of a side note, you know, let's say we, we trade to LAFC. Let's say we trade to Columbus Crew. Let's start thinking about where this is going to go now, Football Critic. Uh, what would you like to see being traded back to Austin for a guy like Dani Pereira? Uh, any a, any players from both of those teams that come to mind? Well, the thing is, you the, the first things you, you think about is a player, right? Uh, a starter. A one a starter from those teams, right? Uh, where Personally, I would love a striker, right? Um, I will, I, I, we need improvement the offensive side. Uh, however, you know, we probably won't get Buanga, right? Uh, uh, we probably won't get Cucho Hernandez. We are looking, we're, we can't be hoping for crazy numbers. We have to look for a, a player that is good, but that is maybe around the 500K salary type of guy, right? Uh, we cannot be crazy about because even though we know how good Danny is, even though we love him, even though we know how, how important he is to this team, truth is he's going to leave and we'll still have Valencia, Green, Owen, Gandrius in midfield. Um, and we won't get a player that we can say has the same room for growth as, as Danny has right now. Correct. Correct. So expect maybe a middle-level player, a fair player that maybe can start, plus some gam, maybe, but uh, we don't know. Plus some gam, okay, very interesting. Now, we've seen some players go plus gam. Now, if this is just gam, or if this is just Tam, if it's just an amount, football critic, how much money would you like to, to, to be seen coming back to Austin for letting go of one of our best young talents, Danny? I don't know, that's a hard question. Because if you look at Danny's value right now in the market, in the international market, his value at $2.5 million. But can you really trust those transfer market numbers? I trust them to so that we can have a general idea, right? Okay. Because, I mean, you, if you ask a, a, a seriously, like, super Austin FC fan, he will tell you, oh, Danny's worth $10 million. I mean, that's not realistic, right? But he's not worth $1 million. I mean, I don't think Danny's worth $1 million. I think he's worth a fair three. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would put Danny at from anywhere from three to six million um, for a 23-year-old player who's showing a lot of quality. Mm -hmm. So the problem is that that money, that three to five to six million dollars, it doesn't translate to TAM or GAM. This is a special money from MLS. So uh, you don't ever see a, you know, a trade involving six million dollars in GAM. Like that doesn't happen. Exactly. Um, 
So it all depends on what player, if we do get a player, what player will come to here and what would be the gam, the, the amount of gam compensating for the remaining of, of what will make up for Danny's, for Danny's talent. I think that's spot on, football critic. I mean, I could add a couple things onto that. Maybe I could add how much amount I would want to see for Danny Pereira, but I think you kind of captured my thoughts pretty pretty spot on there. Now, I want to read a couple things from World Critic uh, from social media, the reactions on Instagram when we posted the clips early in the morning today. Maybe woke up some some people in a bad mood. I had uh, I had Derek send us a message, and he said, man, how am I going to focus on work after you guys dropped all this? And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry, but the fans need to know what's going on. And it's all in Spanish, so we have a lot of English-speaking fans, so we have to translate that and get all these posts ready. So uh, Football Critic and I, we were up late last night. We were up to, what, midnight, one in the morning, you and yeah. I, going back and forth, like, hey, is 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 this good? Are we going to post this? So shout-out to uh, uh, Football Critic, myself, and uh, Nev. But some reactions from social media, bro. Uh, we had a Jay Banks say he is the best. Hopefully he stays. And Austin FC goes back to winning ways. Uh, Janny X Games says he deserves to be somewhere where he is wanted and can get playing time. Mm, Danny gets all the PT he gets. Uh, we had St. Patrick XXI. This is an interesting take. He said, LOL, no player stays forever. Love how everyone was so excited about him going to Europe and now the narrative is Wolf is forcing him out. Interesting. Uh, yours truly, Sergio, says he gone, bro. Possibly. Uh, Timothy Barney says he should stay. They need to find a better pivot at the six and have him play the eight, which gives him more freedom to let his quality uh, with within situations. Uh, let's see. Just a couple more. Uh, Ryan Brack says hashtag wolf out. Uh, some people coming after the Wolf here, football critic. But ultimately, you know, a lot of people are sad about Dani Pereira possibly leaving Austin FC. I include myself in there, but this was coming one day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it but, definitely know, was. That's why also I want to cut the club some slack because, you know, we are, of course, we're all, you know, sad that Dani is leaving an important player just right after Fagu, right? All that, all of that hurts. But we got to understand something is that. If if we you know believe everything that uh, Rodo is telling us of the Austin FC media, we have been in a rough spot regarding money lately, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe we didn't, we couldn't offer Danny more money, you know, a new contract with more with the money he deserved because we didn't have any. I mean, we're cutting players everywhere, and we're we're trying to get rid of uh, big salaries because we don't have any money any money to um to spend right now. Right, we're not bringing big names right now because we still don't have money, allegedly, right? According allegedly. to what to what to what Rodo is saying. Of course. Of and course. then you're thinking of a player, Danny, who he's not gonna be in MLS in another year, maybe a year and a half. So offering a new contract with a, uh, more money that you don't have for a player that is gonna leave you in one year, it makes me maybe tells the club, hey. I'm, I'm, I need to get what I can of this. Maybe I don't want to sell them, but if LAFC is coming at my door saying, hey, I'll give you this much. Exactly. You know, maybe we don't have any more, any other option. Not that I like it, but that, uh, that's that's a possibility. Not that I like it, but it's a possibility. Now, Football Critic, that's why I said that the club has to act right now. You know what I mean? Because the situation that we're in, 
you can go back and forth to how we got in it, but the situation now is that if we don't move on on Danny now, we're going to see him go for free. So you can try to get as much as you can from him. It's going to be peanuts. It's going to be crumb, just like we said, because Danny Pereira, what a talent. What a talent that that came through Austin. Now, uh, football critic, so we can kind of close in on the Danny Pereira topic, kind of close out. Uh, from those teams that were mentioned, what team would you like to see him go to? I mean... I, me, me, as a person, as an Austin FC fan, I would not like to see Danny wearing the black and gold. Um, just because they are direct rivals, right, in, in our conference, nothing that I, I hate LAFC or anything like that, no, but it would hurt to see him at, like, against us. The thing is, LAFC is, has been winning significantly the last couple of years, so it would be, you know, for a young player to go to a winner team, that's amazing, That that's amazing right off the bat. Uh, Columbus, I think Columbus has a system that fits him so well. Seeing them in the MLS uh, final, it was amazing. Like I could see Danny playing in that type of system. I think that system is perfect for him, so that would also be great. Uh, New York City FC, I don't think their system works, but but they are part of a city group. So Danny going to a city group club, maybe with a new contract or maybe goes into the eyes of a city group, Ends up in Girona, ends up in in hell, Man City. That's the path that Young Herrera had. He what he went from uh, New York City FC to Girona. I Smart. mean, that's you know the, there there's advantages of going to other clubs. Miami, not that I like Miami much, but he did grow up loving the style of Busquets, and now maybe he could be playing next to Busquets. I mean, you cannot be like you you ha- you have to be happy for him if that's a possibility. Critic. The first name you associate with Miami is Busquets. Number one, that shows number one that shows how much you know Danny Pereira and how much you you how much time and effort you've put into getting to know this player because we all know that he shaped his playing style from uh, Sergio. But Messi, you don't think he wants oh, to play yeah. with Messi? You obviously think of Messi, but yeah, like you said, if I'm thinking Danny and Miami, I'm thinking Busquets. Okay. Good take, good take, football critic. Different take. I definitely like that. Now, it is important to know as we're wrapping this Dani Pereira topic that nothing is set in stone. You know, everything is it. Nothing is complete yet. And there's no paper signed, as to my knowledge, just yet from the information we've received from Il Capitano Verde. Transfers can fall. Dani could stay, but the fact of the matter is, is that time is ticking, and we got to find a solution for what's going to happen next. Football critic. Any closing thoughts? on the topic, maybe some unanswered questions that Austin FC fans might have. And if you have more questions about the topic, shoot us a message on Twitter or add us on Twitter and the conversation can keep going. We can't release that much information on Twitter because of some rules on Discord, but we'll do as best as we can. Football Critic, any anything you can add on to this? Just that sadly for us, sadly for us that wanted to see Danny or if Danny had to leave, to see him leave from Austin to Europe. Um, it looks like is like like you said he's more out than in. Um, if you put a price tag on a player and two clubs coming say yeah we'll pay it, it's hard to see Austin FC saying like no never mind I'll I'll keep my player. You know it's it's unusual to see something like that. So if uh, LAFC has that offer on the table and if Columbus Crew has that offer on the table, if more clubs come in and have and put offers on the table. Mm. We're likely just to say goodbye to Danny. So um, 
hopefully, I just hope we get the chance to to uh, have time to process that whenever it is announced and give him a farewell, I guess, just like Pagu had it, Danny deserves it too. A stadium farewell, not no, you know, backdoor behind the scene at Hop Squad organized by the fans. No, I want a club, a club farewell because he deserves it. He deserves it, mate. But thank you, everybody, for sticking around for another episode of Top Flight Pod. I'm sh- I'm sorry it had a bit of a serious tone. There wasn't many jokes tonight because it was a very serious episode. Danny Pereira could be on his way out. I know a lot of Austin FC fans going to feel some type of way about that. Uh, but if you have any questions about what's going on with him, his his future, highly recommend you reach out to the guy next to me on screen, Football Critic expert on the Danny Pereira talk, expert on the Venezuela talk, expert when it comes to Colmebol. So, Football Critic, one more time, where can people find you on social media, bro? Again, you can find me on Twitter as just Football Critic and on Instagram and threads as Football Critic 10. Dortmund fan? Uh, I sympathize with them. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Fan. Yeah. Okay. If you can name me your top club from every European country in the, in the top five leagues, where, what are they, starting with England? Nah, I don't have one in England because there's years where there's just one amazing team. I cannot marry to one specifically. So, okay. no. Um, just whatever is playing amazing in England. Uh, bandwagon, Liga, bandwagon, all right. Bandwagon in, in, in England. Same La, as that. La Liga, same as La that. Li- <laughs> Nah, La Liga is, is also sort of the same. Like right now, I'm loving Girona. I'm just loving how they play. And slapping Barca 4-2, I mean, come on. Right um, yeah, so, but still, I, I, I won't marry anyone in La Liga. In Serie A, though, I do sympathize. I have some, some love for AC Milan. Uh, in Germany, I have love for uh, Dortmund. And France, I guess, Lens. Maybe Lens. They're not bad. Okay. Actually, football critic, before that, I forget, mate, uh, we had some questions here that were asked by some Patreon members. We can answer them super quick, if you don't mind, mate. Uh, This is from Alex Maud. As we close out, he says, in your opinion, if Danny plays in the Copa America match at Q2, should the supporter section support Danny or remain neutral? Well, but the thing is, it's a Copa America match. He won't be a supporter section, right? Like, it would be open to the public, to the general public. Um, but you know that LV, Anthem, Oak Army, they're all going to be there. Well, I mean, if they start chanting Danny, Danny, I mean, the whole the whole stadium is going to be amazing, right? So they did I it for Redis. Mind. They did it for Redis. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Right, right. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm going in a Vino Tinto jersey. I'm cheering oh, for Danny yeah. Pereira if he's still in Austin. If he's not in Austin, I'm still cheering for it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That'd no, be cool not... if he has like a homecoming that day, if he's no longer part of Austin FC. I'd love it if 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 he still is, but that'll be an interesting moment, dude. Picture yeah. that. Picture that. Oof, I don't I don't want to. It's painful. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more question from the Patreon here. Uh they say, uh Alex Maud, another question. He says, I don't follow the Venezuelan team, the Venezuelan national team. So could you break down a few things for us casuals? How far is Danny down on the depth chart? And what are Venezuela's chances to make the World Cup? Let me answer one first. Let me answer the World Cup one so I can show people that I can keep up with Venezuela just a bit. Uh, I think they have a great chance of making the World Cup, this this one coming up, this next cycle. They're in fourth place right now. 
they have this incredible belief within themselves like yo i just believe and it's kind of like a meme kind of like a joke going on like it's like said between from the oldest venezuela fans to the youngest venezuela fans that make content and stuff it's like hey i just believe you know and the reason why it's like i i think it's funny because his historically they're such a small country soccer wise and they're going against brazil argentina uruguay some of the greats and the fact that they're in fourth place right now, they don't want to take anything for granted from what I'm seeing from the outside. They just believe. And they're taking every game as they can. And they have a great coach, Batista. I think he's a really good coach. I think his idea is the right one for Venezuela at this certain time period in this timeline at this year right now. So can they make the World Cup? In my opinion, yes, they can make it 100%. They got to keep doing everything that, that they've been doing 100%. And hopefully they can get Dani Pereira resolved by by February. So football critic, tell the people if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Man, you you you're learning. I'm surprised mm. you you got it all right. Mm. Yeah, let's go. Mm. Yeah, no, let's absolutely. Go. Uh, uh, it's actually kind of funny what what you're saying about the belief because yeah, it is like that. It's actually kind of funny because it all started with a meme. Like yeah, someone, just a meme. So, just a meme a few years ago. Someone posted a picture of Vin Diesel like from Fast and Furious. And just like put on a Vino Tinto jersey on him and say, "Hey, mano, tengo fe." Like, bro, I, tengo I have fe. faith. Tengo fe, I, yeah. yeah, and that became a slogan. Like the 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 soccer federation, the Venezuelan soccer federation, uses it as a slogan. And now everyone is saying it from from 90 year 90 year old old men to to young kids. Like, it's just a national sentiment right now, uh, and it's amazing because we have good players, not the best in the world, but we have good players. And like you said, we haven't, we've never been a, a much of a soccer country. We were always more of a baseball country uh, up until like 20 to 30 years ago. And we, because of that, we never had, we don't have that history that Uruguay has, that Argentina has, that Brazil, Brazil Colombia have, like not like, no, not at all. And now it's up to that time that we're believing in ourselves. Like, yeah, we may not be Argentina or Brazil or Colombia, but hey, why can't I do this? Like, so, I know, I can do this and I will do it. And it's with that attitude that they managed to tie Brazil in Brazil. It's with that attitude that they are right now fourth in the qualifiers, just behind Argentina, Uruguay, and Colombia. Brazil is sixth. So we're in a good spot. And while the Comable qualifiers are the hardest and the most changing in the world, they are ridiculously hard. Some things change from one moment to another. Um, we are in a good path. We, I think we can make it. We just have to take one game, one, one game at a time, uh, go slowly. We are not, uh, destroying every single team, but we are keeping it together. We haven't lost in five games. We are, uh, getting points and we'll just continue on this path. And regarding Danny and his, um, how possible it is to see him, how deep in the depth chart he is. Yes. I can just say, talking about midfielders, our captain is a midfielder, but he's old and he's already assuming that role of, I can be benched, but I'll give you my experience. So first of all, first is the captain. Second of all is Yangel Herrera, one of the best midfielders in La Liga right now, leading La Liga over Real Madrid at Girona, right? Um, offensively, he's a beast. He's an amazing player. Then we get MLSers, 
we get people like El Brujo Martinez from Philly. We get Junior Moreno uh, from Correct. Cincinnati, the amazing Cincinnati team that we just saw this season. And we got one guy playing in France right now who is an ex-New uh, York, New York Red Bull Cáceres Jr. Isn't there another guy in RSL, or he used to be in, in RSL? Uh, no, RSL is Savarino, who's a winger. Okay. Yeah. So out of those five, Danny enters the chat, right? Danny has... Danny's style is one that none of the others have. His dribbling and his his ability to get out of pressure, like none of the other players has it. But Yanghal is extremely offensive. Danny isn't. Um, so I would say Danny would be fighting for the spot with El Brujo Martinez, Junior Moreno, and Cáceres Jr. And to me, he can take their spot. I think so, too, especially after the kind of reaction we saw, not only from the fans, because you can say, oh, the fans are just overreacting. But there was a reaction from the media, from yeah. some of the biggest names in Venezuelan media that were saying, hey, this kid is special. This kid can fight for a, a position on this team. Uh, matter of fact, let me try to bring it up real quick. Uh, Football Critic, you do remember the guy that interviewed Danny recently, right? You remember him? Yeah. Uh, what was it, Luis, if I'm not mistaken? He worked for the Inter Miami, right? Uh, no, the okay, I got it right here. No, 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 Carlos Dominguez. I'm sorry. Oh, Carlos, Luis. okay, Carlos yeah. Dominguez. Carlos Dominguez, uh, a commentator, narrador de football. Uh, he recently interviewed Danny Pereira in a, in a Spanish interview where Danny Pereira dropped a little bit of hints, a little bit of bombs, some stuff that we knew, some stuff that we didn't know. Uh, but he says this in Spanish and English first. Dani Pereira es un futbolista que fácil puede tener un lugar en el once inicial de la Celebino Tinto. Su visión de juego, corte y pase largo, es envidiable. Un volante muy completo, which translates to Dani Pereira is a footballer who could easily have a place in Venezuela's 11. His vision of the game, cutting and long passing, is enviable. A very complete steering wheel, which is volante. It doesn't really translate perfectly. <laughs> But uh, nonetheless, Dani receiving massive praise by the media in Venezuela. So, Critic, I back your claim. I second your claim. I hear hear it saying that Dani Pereira could challenge and maybe take that position. But yeah. that's all the Patreon questions, mate. That's all of our schedule, all of our notes for tonight. Critic, is there anything else you can add onto the pod as we sign off? No, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned because the, the, today was the opening of the transfer window or, I guess, trading window, maybe. Uh, and stuff were already crazy. Yes. So stay tuned because this is going to be a crazy offseason. Austin FC is doing stuff that is surprising us all. So um, we'll see what they do. We'll see what we will end up with and ahead of the 2024 season. That's a very elegant way of putting it, Football Critic. It's surprising us all. And it is very surprising to put it that way. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Sign up to the Patreon if you want. You won't regret joining because of the Discord. And we'll see you soon. Patreon episode coming midweek. Football Critic, thank you for being here, mate. I knew who to call on. I knew you, you'd have it. Shout out to Neff also for contributing massively to this episode. We'll, we'll be back soon with more. As of right now, that's all for tonight. Later, y'all. Yeah.